for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 219. Now we have Judge Carol Clark on the show, and she is going to be sharing some great stuff, but before she does... I want to thank Home Instead Senior Care for providing trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And we are so grateful to them for this opportunity to talk to Judge Clark. Judge, I am so glad you're with me. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Well, we've been talking. Now, I want my listening friends to know we did a whole podcast for everyone that was so dear to me. I've known Judge Carroll for probably 30 years, but I did not know part of her story. And it was amazing to me to find out that you began your career as a Child Protective Services person that that was what you you got your feet wet you went into school to learn to be a teacher and when you came out it was October and you didn't have a chance to get a job in the school district you went to the child protective services and began your career there and what you saw and learned really gave you a passion for life or a lifelong passion and also some direction on your path and your purpose that I I I see now that God had you on the path he wanted you on. That is, there's no doubt about that. So I'm excited. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited because now we get to talk about what I really have been eager to talk about, and that is this new program. It's not really that new. It took years, 10 years or more to develop it, but it is impacting this court system right here in East, East Texas, and I want to share that with the world. So I was very excited to get you on the show to tell people what is changing and how it can be done in their own county, all across right. America. We could see this, and you're willing to travel anywhere to let people know that this works. So tell yes. me what the, um, where were your, where were your, let's start with what was frustrating to you about the system and why it was broken. One of the things that really was frustrating to me as a caseworker and then as a judge and a lawyer was that we were seeing a lot of the same families over and over. So, you know, we were not breaking that cycle of uh, child abuse and neglect that would bring them into the, into the court. And uh, I really thought we could do a better job. And then the other thing I was really unhappy about was with the number of children that did not get to go back to their biological parents. Um, that is, I thought, was important. And so that's kind of what fueled my frustration. Yeah, and and I think in your case, the children of your court really became 
your children? I mean, you cared for them like a mom. Well, you kind of, you know, you have to keep that objectivity, but, you know, your heart is um, in the work. And so you want, what would, you know, what would you want for your own children if they were caught up in such a situation? What What's best? And, you know, unfortunately, uh, we're not born with all the answers. So uh, I was kind of fumbling around in the dark looking for the right answer. And that's uh, when I met Dr. Karen Purvis at TCU. Well, one thing I love about on the path. sitting, I've sat in your court for day, hours at a time on a couple of occasions. And one thing I always loved about your court was you had the intellect and the understanding of the law that you specialized in to really give guidance to the court in, in a very thorough and impressive way from my point of view. And then uh, I also you. like the fact that you mixed that well with the compassion that you felt for each family. I, I could see that you really cared about the children. That was always your highest priority when, whenever I sat in your court. That came through loud and clear. So thank you for that. And because of Karen Purvis, I'm just glad you mentioned her, something really amazing developed. So tell us a little bit about how that program works and what that means for these for these kids that are caught in this system that sort of, you know, it's like a revolving door. Well, what she taught us was um, something that she had learned and researched, and it starts with attachment theory, uh, children being bonded to their parents uh, and parents being bonded to their children. And through her work and research, she was seeing children who had been adopted uh, from the Russian orphanages who were becoming aggressive and violent, and she determined that that was based on the broken attachments these children had to their parents, even when their parents were abusive and neglectful. So taking those that information, she was able then to teach me and the rest of the people that work in the CPS system how we could have knowledge and all have the same knowledge and then work for the best outcomes for the children with each member doing their legal ethical duty uh, to the job they had. But we were all in the same wagon as opposed to everybody, you know, pulling their own individual wagon. And as a result, uh, we were able to get children and parents um, reunited with each other, hopefully healthier than when they came and hopefully uh, that the grandchildren will not be there and that that cycle is broken. Wow. Do you have a story that you could tell? Because I know you had so much success with this. You have some of the best numbers in the whole state. Like seven, I think you told me 76% of the children in Smith County were able to go back into their families, and that compared to 30 or 40% in the rest of the state. Right. So um, I can tell you a story of a family really quickly. Um, we had a, a husband and a wife who were both addicted to meth. Uh, we had them twice in my court. The first time um, they did what they were supposed to do, but it was before we met Dr. Purvis. They got their kids back, and it it didn't last, so they came back. And um, the the husband was a drug dealer. He was uh, raised in a very abusive home. He um, was addicted to meth, sold meth, beat his wife. She... Um, was raised in a very abusive home, an addict home, and she did about what he did. So the second time they went to my court, we had these 
you know, therapists that were, you know, skilled with Dr. Purvis and um, the lawyers who were knowledgeable about trauma and what they needed to do and could encourage their clients. And so they got two different um, sets of of, um, of services to do to help them overcome their problems. And as a result, the second time they got their kids back, and it's now been about, I think it's been about five years, and they've not come back as clients. We still deal with them all the time, but there are, you know, they're, they come and tell their story to encourage oh, other clients. Oh, so, I love you know, that. They're not, all, oh they're not all that, but, you know, that's just a good example of, of a family that was a generational path to, to just keep on keeping on, and they have five children. Oh, so. my goodness. Well, okay, so I'm going to ask you about advice you might give to families who – know they were raised in an abusive uh, background, they're they're wanting to be parents now, maybe they're already failing, what can they do to turn that ship around so their own children don't end up in a, that multi-generational chaos? The, the things that, that I would tell the clients that I told, you know, the therapist and everybody else when we would first meet them um, about how we operated was... Uh, You've got to know what's going on with the person. And the way you do that is you have some, uh, I called it the gatekeeper, the first person they saw in the system um, who did a thorough assessment based on Dr. Purvis's recommendations and who was able to tell us um, as far as addiction, was it on the, uh, there's four levels of addiction. Were they a four, the worst, or were they a one? because it's much like cancer. If you've got the worst kind, the medicine you get is a whole lot different than the first kind, and you don't want to kill the person. Uh, you want to give them what they need. So that person would assess them, give them a prescription, if you will, and, and then get those services that match what they need. And that is a brand-new concept to this system. So, in other words, in the past, if they just saw a drug addict, it was just that was its only it's the whole category. You're just a drug addict. But now, well, and then they, they would tell them, yeah, go go do this. You know, call this phone number, and you know, but you don't know if they're, you know, on the low end of the addiction, and they don't need, you know, the massive chemotherapy kind of drug, or are they on the the end? You know, look, if you don't get some really mighty therapy here. You're gonna, you know, you will, you will die because meth addicts don't live a very long time because it destroys their heart. But so, you know, having the right prescription was completely new than just everybody got the same thing. Wow. They got the same idea. Call this phone number, you know, tell them, you, you know, but the clients call at that point and go, I don't have a problem. I don't want any treatment. <laughs> and, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And the person on the other end of the phone doesn't know any different, you know. I mean, So when you say yeah, you have a whole yeah. team, you must be working with the medical piece of this as well. We have one minute. So we're going to talk some more about this when we come back. But I, but just to ask the question, when you say the whole team, you mean that includes medical people, too, on the other end of the phone? Right. Yeah, usually they're therapists, psychologists, lawyers, ah. social workers. Okay. Um, so you're bringing in a lot of people to get them trained in this program, but it's working. Right. Right. And Everybody's now you're on the same page. 
you're making yourself available to travel to other communities and let other people know what can do. So if you're listening Absolutely. and you have this issue in your community, which we know everyone does, and you're interested in getting Judge Carol Clark to come and, and open new doors for you about what kind of training really works, I want you to stay with us. And if you if you miss that opportunity to and have to cut off, you can go to Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E as in Edward. Com. I will have some information for you there that will be easy for you to find, and you can also find her story in another podcast. I think we're going to call that one. Uh, well, I'm going to I'm going to say goodbye because we're going to run tunes. But more truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We are having an amazing conversation with Judge Carol Clark. She just retired from the, the designated family court here in Smith County. And now she is devoting herself to bringing this program to other places all around the United States. And you've been invited to several. I know there are going to be people listening like me who, who it just breaks their heart to think that the system is chewing people out, up and spitting them out and they're not getting help. So I want to be sure people can find you, Judge Carol. They can certainly contact me at kathycraffy.com. 
uh, or Fireside Talk Radio or CampCrafty.com, any of those. But if they wanted, and I know they can make a donation if they're interested in seeing this transform our whole nation would be so fabulous. Donations can be made through the East Texas Communities Foundation. But is there a way, if they want you to come to their community, how would you, would you like to send them through my website, or do you have another way you'd like for people to reach you? Uh, yes, they could just uh, go through your website, okay. and then you could just send that on to me. I have a feeling this is really going to develop quickly, because when people hear what how well it works and that it's actually changing lives, and, and gen- generations of families that have had this chaos around drug addictions are getting help. Um, and, and honestly, that's every family I know. I, I th- I'm thinking of uh, some distant members of my family who have, have struggled with this, and I cannot wait to tell them that this is out there. So tell us a little bit more about the program. What is it called? Uh, it's a the trauma-informed court. Okay. And so through this program, and can they go to TCU and find out more? Yes, they can go to the uh, Karen Purvis Institute of Child Development. And then there they can get more resources on how to introduce trauma-informed care to the court system. And any any community can make access of this. TCU just, because I know some of my listeners are not in Texas and may not even be in the United States, it turns out, TCU is Texas Christian University. It's a really big purple school in Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> it is. It's a big purple school. A big purple school. Yes. That, those, those are their their uh, colors are purple, and their mascot is the horn toad. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a kind of a uniquely cultural Texas thing. We're really right. proud of that of our schools here and our football team. So they're pretty easy to find, I am sure. But Karen, and she's got videos on her website as well uh, that go along with the book, The Connected Child, that she wrote. Uh, and for your listeners, she did pass away a couple of years ago, but it's still the institute still is in is a working institute. So, and I I know you miss her because y'all became very close, didn't you? Yes, I do miss her very much. She she was a godsend. She really was. Well, her ministry is continuing because I just had that Connected Child book on my on my shelf. I recently asked someone what the best the best book for understanding how adoption can work and how it can impact families and how to make it uh, how to make a family just a really soft and comfortable and safe place for adoptive children. I wanted to know more about that as I write about parenting, and so I asked somebody I really respect and and. It, he had, is an adoptive father himself, and he suggested that book. And right. I, it's so, good for everybody: adopted children, foster children, regular family children. You know, just your regular children in your family. Yes, um, it's, it's very and it's very simple. It's not anything complicated. It's uh, and there's one other book that she recommends, and that's the Body Keeps the Score. Oh, okay. So, I can't wait to get maybe. add that to my collection. They might want to read that. It's um, the author's name is very complicated. Uh, it's he's um, he's from New York, uh, but it's, it's Bessel Vanderkolk. But I would just tell your read, uh, your listeners to remember, the body keeps the score, and okay. that will tell you about trauma and what we're talking about. And it also gives you uh, what helps trauma. You know, what are some oh. of the things that work? 
Um, wow. And, you know, that kind of thing to treat it because talk therapy does not work. Uh, Interesting. It has to involve, has to involve the movement, uh, things like yoga and brain gym and, you know, that goes along with therapy, but you've got to connect the brain back together and do some, some uh, redesign of the brain because the chemicals in your brain get excited and if they get overloaded, they can actually change the wiring of your brain. That's why it's intergenerational. I love that. And, you so, know, uh, we did a show, and you'll know this beautiful young woman, Colleen Long. If people are interested yes. in uh, how to manage some of our symptoms that, that we all have of anxiety and depression, oh, and especially sure. women and, right. you know, post-birth. There's all kinds of things, postpartum depression. There's all kinds of things as women that we face. And Colleen exactly. Long just did two podcasts with me about the mental triathlon, and and it was great. I mean, that was an amazing program. So mm-hmm. if you're looking right. for some more information and listening in on how to help yourself and your children, those are that's another good resource for you. And you can find those at kathycraffy.com on our Fireside Talk page. Um, well, those two books are must must reads. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that suggestion. I'm going to get that one myself. The second one, I already have the first one you mentioned, The Connected Child. Um, but the body right. keeps They're very the inexpensive. Yeah, well worth the money. Well, okay, so tell me a little bit about what your dreams are now. That you, Okay, so the East Texas Communities Foundation has this beautiful influx of endowment given by all of these people in our county that just appreciated all that you did for families, for adoptive families, for foster kids, uh, the way you really stood up for the children of our county and tried to find them healthy forever homes with their original birth parents or with adoptive parents, that has, that has become your legacy, Judge Carroll. And so now oh. there's a little bit of an endowment there, and you can actually take this great information to other places around the country. So tell me how that's going to look. Um, the way that, that um, my team and I have planned it, because it's, you know, this is not about me, this is about everybody on the team, but uh, we have one therapist in particular who is very highly trained. Uh, we have a lawyer who represents parents and children in my court who's highly trained and very passionate. We are going to use the money to take the, a program to wherever we are asked, and then this will pay for hotel, gas, food while we're gone, just the expenses of getting there. And hopefully we will get to go all around. And then um, TCU did make a documentary of my court. It will be coming out uh, in April, April the 28th. After that, it will be on the website. Uh, But it has not been released yet, but it will go along with the training. So um, maybe after April 28th, um, you can do another program on that, but there'll be, you know, a way to train volunteers for CASA, perhaps lawyers, judges, foster parents, adoptive parents, uh, just people who are interested in the topic. Uh, we are hoping to, to spread it into all the areas uh, around that anybody that deals with this situation. I think churches be have been having it. At least in East Texas, I know churches have really stepped up to help people understand the value of making forever homes available through adoption. Right. right. And also through fostering, helping kids 
have a safe place while their parents begin to rethink the way they are going right. to live in the future. So right. I think churches is another good avenue to get the right. word out that there is a program that actually works. Right. Um, and it's, it's it, to educate people, you know, so that they're not blindsided by what what they see. If they agree to take a foster child and they act the way that these children act because yes. of what they've been through, then what can, what can they do to help that situation? I'm not saying it's going to make it a piece of cake because it's not, but it gives them tools in their tool belt. In my experience, the people that want to foster children are saints. The, the people I know that have have made that commitment, they, they are not looking for the easy road or they would never right. go down that path. So well, it's, it's a, you know, God's it, given them a gift or you couldn't do it. Absolutely. And so get, helping them with tools that actually work. I mean, that's genius. It, it's so beautiful to see that happen. And, and really, I think that is the way Christianity is supposed to look. Right. We don't always look right. that way, but that is how right. we're supposed to behave and supposed right. to take our talent. Yes. Yeah. Just compassionately come alongside people to help them. Um, right. CASA workers, just in case some listeners are listening from other places, places that is child appointed special advocates. That's what CASA stands for. C-A-S-A. Right. And do they have those in other communities? I know we have that here, Judge Carroll. Yes, it's a very large program. There's okay. um, a state CASA organization and a national CASA organization. Awesome. Okay, so that's great. So we have about two minutes left. I want you to take that time, and if you could just shout one thing to, that would, you know, change people's hearts and change, change communities, what would you say, Judge Carroll? I would say don't judge the people, but through education and training, you can approach people from where they are, and this program teaches you where they are, and then if they are willing, you know, to pick up the tools you give them, then to guide them, uh, but to meet people where they are. Um, I think as a society, we're all familiar with addicts, and, you know, they are very um, they're just problems. We've all had them in our family and it's, yeah. uh, you know, and if they are truly willing to pick up the tools, then these are some marvelous tools, but to meet them and their children, meet the children where they are. Don't expect them to be, you know, like your children, but meet them where they are and then take the tools. Uh, but it's being respectful of, of starting where the client starts, you know, uh, when the child's throwing a huge meltdown, is it developmentally what they're doing, or is it trauma, knowing the difference? Wow. And I that think is that's just, important to know. That's just such great advice. And and I just want to thank you again for all the years that you've poured into a system that when you began, it was so broken and so discouraging. And we've we've seen so much progress in that area even in the last 10 years, I mean, I can almost tell you when that program began here. I didn't even know it was beginning, but I could see the difference in the way the courts were doing things and the way the churches were responding. So what a blessing. Now, if you want to get more of Carol Clark's story, Judge Carol Clark, you can go to kathycrafty.com, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com, where we speak truth with a Texas twang joining us today where we speak truth with a texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts 
Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh.